Hey everybody, it is Trina Unicorn with the fucking legendary R. Hello R. Hi. So we are in a podcast environment and you know what that means, right? It means we can say anything we want. Yeah, we can be vulgar bitches, we can say dirty words, and we can go there. Excellent. <laughs> right? So, okay, so we wanted to touch base. We are, uh, we have been friends now for exactly two years to the month, right? Oh my gosh. What a two years it's been. So 2021, August, you, I have to say it this way, wrote a love letter (laughs) to a girl on YouTube. We joke about this, but it, it was more of a, I, this is why I connect with you. Like she, she added meat to the bones of an email, but I am not a reader. I don't enjoy reading. And I remember using an audio to speak function to get it to like to listen to her long emails. And I would be like, oh, who is this chick? Right. She's sending me photos. Like I get this from guys. But like this girl (laughs) was like, hey, like, you know, whatever. And so what's interesting is um, I did respond back because I feel like we she was she added value in the conversation. It wasn't like, you know, just empty. And then she would, I'd be like, okay, good, I'm done. <laughs> and then I get the longest response back, like ASAP, like fast. And I'm like, now the ball's back in my court, bitch. Like, I'm like, I'm busy. Now, in my defense, yeah. it was during the pandemic. I had a lot of time on my hands. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, it was, um, it wasn't so much a love letter. It was like, you know, I... I felt a connection from your videos, right? Yeah. And for and I was on a campaign at the time to do the opposite. Do the opposite of what yeah. I would normally do. Normally I would do nothing. And I thought to myself, you know what? She's a local girl. Like, fuck, why not? Like, yeah. do something different. Yeah. So what did I do? I composed this letter. And I was very stoned. So let's just <laughs> say that added to the length of it. But I was coherent, right? Like, yeah. I know how to write an essay. I know what to say. And so I... Yeah. You know, I pitched my thing. You know, I told you. Yeah. I can't remember the content. And we never even reread it. But we've reread <laughs> it. We've reread it. I'm but a little it's private, it. which is why we haven't shared it. Right. But all it all I know is it was enough that someone offered me a reason to respond. It was not just a fan letter, right? It was someone saying, I think I we should be friends. We're clean, right? Like, oh, they specify. You show me a cut, I'd be like, bitch. It was like, here, I'm a normal looking person. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm not a freak. I'm not a, you know, this is me. And it actually helped because you did personalize yourself to me. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, this is a person. That's what she looks like. Like, yeah. So it was just, uh, it was interesting. So that's actually how we met is you saw me on YouTube. Yeah. And you didn't need my help going to Oasis. You did that on your own. Yes. Right. But right around that time, you saw this girl named Trani Unicorn on YouTube. You reached out to her in an email. We had some back and forth. Then we tried to run into each other. And you just kept going during the day. And I would be like, what the fuck, man? Like, why aren't you coming at night? And, like, you you would just be, I thought, maybe looking for something different than me. So I'm like, ah, too bad we tried. Like, (laughs) whatever. So finally, you come at night when I was there. Yeah. And then we met. Do you remember anything about that day? I do. So that day, for whatever reason, we, we you said you always go at night. So I decided, okay, finally, after getting used to the place during the day, that I could take a big girl step and walk through the doors at night when it's all scarier and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, what a joke. Anyway, walked in there. We were in the pool. And I'm looking. And I, you know, I'm not sure that I would recognize you. I think mm-hmm. I would. 
But then every blonde that walked by, is that her? Is that her? <laughs> what about that one? What about that one? And so, you know, I would keep an eye out and I would look. And then I yeah. saw you come in with the blue eyes. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's her. That's her. So I think when you caught me in the pool, I said hi or something. I introduced myself. Yeah. And the rest is, is a blur. It is a blur for me, too, which is interesting because I don't remember much after the spark of ignition. <laughs> fire right <laughs> and so it was like it really is interesting that you both we both don't remember this the part after that <laughs> i think we did go for dirty burgers together and we got enjoyment out of doing that that ritual and so yeah. that became how we started to hang out was well we're gonna hang out after the pool for or for dirty burgers right yeah you know so that was time to spend like i realized she wasn't you know a maniac behind the wheel chick right like need all these things right <laughs> So I remember we at 3 a.m. or 2 a.m. would be parking in the sketchiest places <laughs> and walking, like, like holding our buddies. Holding the keys. Like, <laughs> to get a fucking burger. <laughs> right? You remember you that? You had to want the burger. Oh, yeah. Oh, there was. Yeah. I remember seeing, a, like, a rat the size of a cat oh, yeah. cross the road. I'm like, holy shit. And we scarf those fucking burgers. Remember people would harass us in the fucking McDonald's at our tables? I do. I remember you caring on one as I filmed. I totally did. I was like, bitch, back up. Oh, yeah. Back up. Back up. Mind your business. That's all. Just close. Anyway, it was bad. And uh, the service there was horrible all the time. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. What are you going to do, right? It's. Uh, but we wanted those yeah. burgers that bad. So now... You know. Yeah, so that's how I think we started to become friends. And then the more we hung out, the more we enjoyed hanging out. And, uh, you know, that the rest is history. We have started a journey. So you were shy. You did not volunteer to be an, on a playlist on YouTube. Oh, no. <laughs> In fact, if you remember quite clearly, I'm like, oh, no, thank you. I'll sort of yeah. just stand off to the side. I didn't want to know about it. And, yeah. uh, you know, and then you're like, oh, well, you know, I can blur your face. And eventually yeah. I succumbed to the temptation to stand next to you like a stiff, you know, <laughs> friend that's with her face blurred. Right? <laughs> so I'm like, yup. <laughs> <laughs> I had to be like, pull it out of you. Now yeah. you're like posing with your different oh outfits before the club. Right. Well, and that's the interesting yeah. part about this story is yeah. the evolution of us. And each of us yeah. and us together in those two years. It's so true. Isn't it? It's because you were like, oh, I'll just be the side. I'm like, no, like, like you can if you want to push people. But I hung out with you all the time and I was like, well, I'm going to be vlogging. So do you want to be part of my night or not? Uh, and so you were a good sport about it. And then you got some more enjoyment out of it. Yeah. And then you got embarrassed about it, actually, when people started to recognize well, your voice at the that's club. That's right. I, I've gotten outed a couple of times. Mm -hmm. um, in, in the beginning, I remember the, the feeling of the warm blood rushing to my face, feeling mm -hmm. like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. Somebody is now seeing me face to face, knows it's me. And I don't know why I cared, but, mm -hmm. like, it's in context. It's within the club scene. It was at Oasis. Um, it's not like I got recognized on the street, which, yeah, you know, blurring yeah. takes care of. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it, it was just like, oh my God, cause I, I prize my anonymity. Yes. I you do. do a lot. I yes. do. It's, it's very valuable to me because once it's out there, you can't put, you know, yeah. that thing back in the box. Yeah. So, you know, I don't mind when people say, Hey, I recognize your eyes. Like I, now I'm, I've become accepting of it. I'm flattered by it. Um, and so... I, and why is that? Well, because we've... I know that these people 
watch the content and that in the two years that we've been doing this, we've made a difference for people. We have. And that's that's the difference is instead of being objectified on my YouTube, you're being a vessel to help others see a world, see a lifestyle. And even though you're a blurred face, you're offering that persona, that stand in that maybe even the blurred face helps other people think, well, could that be me? Yeah. Right. It could be anyone. And so the the beauty of it is how we've evolved with it and how Mm -hmm. I've become a little more comfortable in doing that. And Um, and being in front of the camera and being in front of people in your lingerie, no doubt, right? Like this has been a big evolution for you. You didn't start out knowing how to pose with that booty. I saw, (laughs) I saw, I was like, is that your constipated look when you're modeling? She had the straightest lip. Like I couldn't smile because I was so concentrated on what I was doing. I was thinking about it too much. Like. Oh, yeah, no, it was too funny. And you needed somebody like me who, A, has made the, the big mistakes already. I've been yeah. through the amateur stages. But that honest friend that's like, you've got double chins. <laughs> Let's change the angle. And now you don't have a double chin. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And suddenly both, you know, you and Amelia, when I started teaching you guys the camera and, and just how to even just be with your existing self and feel great all the time yep. with angles, lighting, whatever. And then the rest is history. Now you guys are doing well with your own editing you make some content of yourself you have your own fan page i do i finally have an only fans page mm-hmm. so uh how do we get to that page well the thing is your fan page the reason it took a long time is because you still and do not likely want or to, in the future to share nudity it's not something you're looking to do right but you want to give people an opportunity who have connected with r mm-hmm. on the channel finally i've been begging her an opportunity to see how what is it that you cook for dinner what is it that your garden looks like like these are the things and and you also do have some more risque content for sure i was gonna say it's more it's erotic content as well but it's more of a backs a backdoor view into my life yes my trips to the cottage and you'll see some sexy poses on the beach you my my camping trip and this is what i do when it rains and lingerie poses um throwbacks to the past and Mm -hmm. occasionally something with you in it and story times you have your Mm -hmm. own video story times up i do i have a few of those and they're not anywhere else right they're not on instagram these photos are not on twitter no they're on OnlyFans. that's the only place so we don't know the exact url which is why we haven't said it but (laughs) the truth is if you go to campsite.bio slash toronto unicorn and scroll all the way to the bottom you will see the link there you can also go to torontounicorn.com and click on get all my links and then scroll all the way to the bottom i also link to her page on my fan page which is at onlyfans.com slash toronto unicorn so you now have um a following i've seen it that's why you you know have a playlist on youtube with every video you've ever appeared in i have added there to it and you you can actually you know go back and watch your early days when you were new to the club (laughs) and you were interested in the fucking buffet oh yes i remember the buffet that discussion Mm -hmm. do you remember that i'm gonna insert a clip here (laughs) in the audio and video format of when she said that she takes she likes chocolate cake but she de- probably will eat it only once because it's a buffet or whatnot. So you'll listen to that here. <laughs> Tell me about the repeat D. It was good repeat D. I don't usually do repeat D, so it had to be good to begin with. And it really was. The second time around was actually very, very delicious. And tell us, Karen, why don't you do repeat D? Um, you know, 
going to a club like this, it's like a big buffet for me. So, you know, you like to try all the different platters off of the big buffet. I see. You know, but yeah, chocolate cake twice in a row, definitely delicious. <laughs> so fast forward two years and do you still see that Mr. Chocolate Cake? I eat chocolate cake on a regular <laughs> basis now. <laughs> yes. So eat your woods <laughs> and your chocolate cake. Yes. So it's you had a phase. You came in in a phase yeah. of experimentation, open-mindedness, fantasy fulfillment, stranger sex, right? Super horny. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, off of a... A long hiatus, if you will. Yeah. And so I was raring to go and my, my tastes were to fulfill a bunch of fantasies yeah. that have, you know, were always in the head over the years, but never even came close to being reality. Or like how, when, what, you know, who. Yeah, it would always be so so far away. Yeah. Right. And so, uh, yeah. yeah, I was like a, a crazy person let loose in, in a sex club. And yeah. um, I did all of those things that are documented. Check the playlist. It's true. Now, I'm going to give a summary. So we started with her taking gangbangs, right? Yeah. You definitely allowed me to help you run a scene. In fact, my orgy directing stemmed from my help of your scenes, right? Yeah. Once in a while, you would let me, because I would always strike out for, for my demisexual, you know, love finding for the night or sexual love finding. Um, and so I would be like helping your scenes be executed more like better, right? And I remember that that's how I started running orgies was helping run your scenes. Yeah. And so we picked up, put a blindfold on you. Yeah. You decided that on your own. Yeah. And you and I crafted what, how we were going to fucking do this thing. Yeah. And then you did a great job. Like, you know, you curated, you decided mm -hmm. on the men, you decided on, you know, you, you made sure that they were wearing condoms, that they had lube. Like, you really yeah. took care of all the details. And I just was able to be a pillow princess and lay back and, right. and, and enjoy the sensations without having the prejudice of seeing who, yeah. what, and where. I didn't, you know, I heard voices. That's all yeah. I had. And I felt dicks and hands. Yeah. You know, so that was, uh, that was the story maybe of my first ETF, was it? I or think. Or it was the second one. Anyway, maybe it was a second one. I'm not sure. Yeah. Because the first one, oh, I remember the first one. Remember, I went in. Yeah, we're going to have to show a clip here yeah. of our first DTF, which is a down-to-fuck night. It's a gangbang theme night, and I took her in as an innocent observer, right? Yes. And then insert the clip here. As a first-time DTFer, what was your experience like? Okay, so just to say that I went in there with every intention of being only a simple observer, and I came out being a complete and total... <laughs> Cheers for horse. <laughs> yeah, I say that um, with a little bit of pride uh, and a little bit of shock at the same time because that I was rather unexpected. So, so whore. <laughs> How you feel now? <laughs> oh well, I still feel like a whore, so it's okay. Um, Luckily, a whore is not a bad thing anymore. <laughs> no, a whore in a good way. Right. But uh, you know, and again. This, this was so long ago now, it seems, because mm -hmm. I have evolved out of that phase yeah. where I don't want the anonymous, you know, sex with all these people anymore. I, I crave something different. I have had mm -hmm. so many new experiences in that time. Yeah. And it's, it's all moved forward from there. And it's funny because I remember when we were questioning, well, you don't really feel like doing more of those. Like, it's kind of same old. Like, it doesn't always go that smoothly with people you don't know. 
And then you would basically, from the people you slept with, the cream would rise to the top in terms yeah. of like compatibility. You would you would find great people through your advent ad, like adventurous stage, mm-hmm. and then you still sleep with a lot of them today. Yeah, well, so this goes back to the buffet comment yeah. because the truth is you have a big spread there. You mm-hmm. get to taste a little bit of everything and you go back for the dishes you like. Yeah, it's you true. See how that works? It's true. I just go for the chicken wings. Well, I'm telling you, <laughs> as much as I like Brussels sprouts, I don't think I want them every time, you know? And That's true. That's maybe true. I go back or maybe I'm just done with Brussels sprouts. That's true. You know, and that's just it. So we went through phases. We yeah. went through phases of gangbangs. Mm-hmm. We went through phases of dirty burgers. And yeah. then we evolved to dirty shawarma. Yep. Right? If I don't get dick, I, I get, get shawarma. I made a shirt with it on it. You can get it on thisfingershop.com. <laughs> and, uh, you know, our whole friendship kind of evolved with it. Once, you know, you started getting more into the content, you would help me film. You would help yes. me shoot content. And then I'd be like, well, why don't I just take some for you? And then we would get you more comfortable with yeah. it. And then, you know, we would have so much fun just even going hiking for the day. Remember yeah. that? We yeah, set up the camera. that was a good time so when we fun. saw the turtles having sex. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of cute. That was so fun. And so we've done a lot. We have a lot of videos on YouTube. I think yes. it was like 140 or 170 or something. A lot something. of dinners out. A lot of, yeah. um, you know, some vanilla stuff, which was kind of fun. You know, I remember our tea party. Oh, that was like, yeah. We that tried was to so be ladies. Fun. That was fun. So what she doesn't know. So if, basically, uh, if you're on a podcast, you can't see anything. But we did this uh, adventurous thing. She got this, like, deal for, like, like high tea. And so we dressed up in, like, a, you know, you know, like, nice dresses. And we went. And I'm a pretty vulgar person. And no one who knows me thinks that I belong at high tea. <laughs> so that's why we did it. I went to <laughs> Right? And so I was, like, the... The, the joke was like, can I do it? Can I get through this whole thing without saying something inappropriate? Like, I imagine like, you'd, you'd pick up the eclair going, oh, look, it looks like a mini penis. Right. You know, like, right in front of the waiter, loud. Yeah, that's how yeah. I imagined it might go. So I was a little, you know, let's be ladies. And we, we did a great job until we did. the end of the video. Well. I didn't know about that. That's just it is. So later she goes, like, we do a great job. The video is on YouTube. You can find it in the Starring Our playlist. But basically, we we do a good job. We leave, whatever. She goes on to my fan page later because she's on there. Um, and then I've sent her like an up. I've floated a clip of me like filming my panties <laughs> under my dress <laughs> at high D. <laughs> you, <laughs> so I did not see that happen, and that was really funny. Yeah, so, but you got to see the panty shot later. That was really funny. Yeah. And then me and you started getting more comfortable at the club, even having sex in front of one another, yeah. even though me and you don't play together. You're yeah. also a straight woman for the most part. Well, that's it. I'm not really interested in playing. <laughs> no, right? And so there's really never been any weirdness there. Yeah. But we've gotten that first I was weird. At first, uh, I, when I was new to this lifestyle, I was not as comfortable being around my friends who I don't sleep with having sex. I thought even my own sex parties were limited to yep. the people I existingly, like I had already slept with because I didn't want any new energy. Yep. I remember that the, yeah. the, you'd have these parties mm-hmm. and you know, I was naturally excluded from yeah. them because we didn't play. So like, what's my, 
purpose there yeah. in a way and you were not comfortable with it i would have been okay with it because yeah you know i would do what what guys do you just do the dance around the person right but like you're like no nobody's in the room nobody nobody and that's just and i was yeah. like okay whatever like i didn't really care that much well you, know? you you didn't push me which was good but the truth is my own comfort evolved i didn't start out so comfortable with all of it yeah. Right. So because you have gone through phases and now you have literally accomplished your fantasy list, like there's it's a pretty bare bone list at this point, I would say. Right. Yeah. I can't I have a hard time coming up with a fantasy that I haven't. Yeah. That I want to still fulfill. OK, so that's a good good problem to have if you ever <laughs> if you ever had to have a problem. Um, and so it's interesting because now I'd like to ask, so where are you now? Because like what have you experienced throughout the journey and where are you now? Well, at the at the time of starting, um, I didn't want to know about anything regarding relationships. Like I was there straight for the sex. Don't be, you know, boyfriending me. Nothing like that. Not interested. Yeah. Um, you know, fast forward a couple years now, I'm I'm maybe more ready to seek somebody for a partnership but it's very it's an interesting dichotomy because whereas mm. one time i was a monogamous mm-hmm. person yeah you know for a long time yeah you know the question remains can you go back to monogamy do you want to go back to monogamy yeah and so these are questions i ask myself and so at this stage of my life, I'm still enjoying what I'm doing. I'm not planning on stopping it. Yeah. So I think I need to find myself a partner within the lifestyle yeah. who is compatible with me on different levels. And so agree. that's that's sort of, I guess, the eventual goal. Yeah. Perhaps. And you've had um, an interesting relationship along the way, too. Oh, yes. So I, uh, uh, it's been about... <laughs> that was an interesting, huh? Well, it's been about... Um, <laughs> you know, maybe 10 months since this all started. So um, I met somebody off of, uh, if you can imagine, Facebook dating who had put an upside down pineapple on his profile that immediately caught my attention. And sure enough, we went on a few dates, etc. So we've been dating since then. But he is married. Yeah. And so I am his girlfriend. Yeah. Now, this is a polyamory situation. So his wife knows that... You know, he's got girlfriends, she has boyfriends, they spend time apart and everything. She and I don't know each other personally, yeah. but we, you know, like she she lent me her men for three days. To go camping recently, <laughs> exactly. yeah. So, yeah. you know, there's there's that um, that dynamic. And yeah. so it's been a very good arrangement for us. Yeah. And we enjoy each other's company very much. And he ticks a lot of boxes for me on a certain level. Yeah. So there's that relationship that started and that's been ongoing for 10 months. A few weeks, not even a couple of dates into that relationship, I ended up in a thruple situation. Mm -hmm. And so something new, uh, without going into too much detail about it, it's just to say that we formed a thruple. It was a strange dynamic for a while. It was good in some ways, very good in some ways, weird in other ways. Um, It was a male female. Yeah, it was a male female. And the difference is is that they weren't already a couple. The three of us came together all together so there was a certain equality within this relationship and it's a dynamic that was I was given an opportunity to explore and I wanted to go with that and thought why not yeah and I learned a lot from it I really did even though it was you know it ended after three or four months yeah um I'm okay with that this is this this seemed to be like a stage that was important for me to pass through to learn something and so I'm good with that. And, and those things add value. It right? did. It's so I had that going for a while. Um, mm-hmm. And now, you know, I'm still seeing 
Mr. Chocolate Cake. Mr. Chocolate Cake as well. Yeah. So, yeah, he and I have reconnected, and so yeah. we see each other also um, more regularly. Even outside of the club. Outside yeah. the club, yes. Mostly outside the club. And that's just, this This club is great, and it's great for sex, and it's great to find people to whatever, but you make friends, and you also find people to hang out in real life with, right? Exactly. Even the girlfriends. Like, we, yeah. we do stuff out outside, right? I don't vlog, so I don't, you know, yeah. show what I do necessarily about... Uh, you know, that kind of thing. I can't show them on here on, on my fan page because they don't, you know, they're not on it. Yeah. So I have to be selective about what I show. And I've stopped uh, vlogging my day to day. You notice that too. Even the other day we went to the sex club and even though we had a great night mm -hmm. and I had memorable stuff, I did not vlog. Yeah. There's a time in my life where I shared everything I did at the club. Good, bad, boring, whatever. And I feel like I've left the mark I wanted to leave with those slice of experiences. I think there's enough to be gained from them. I will still vlog important events, but you won't see me vlogging the in unimportant events now or, or in insignificant ones. Um, and so that goes to show that even my creator journey has evolved as well. Mm -hmm. And so you've seen that happen. You've been with me beside me oh, while yeah. I'm getting better cameras, having audio issues. I'm going through all this red tape with the government about business and like, you know, like you, you saw, you see the backside of what I do and oh, how yes. I've also grown over two years from a girl who had accidentally had a video go viral to a girl who now finally got a fucking mic for a podcast. <laughs> and everything that you had to learn in between. Like, think yeah. of all the software you had to learn, right? Like, oh, it's crazy. Yeah. And all the mistakes that you made along the way that you yeah. learned from, you know? I mean, I've benefited from that. Yeah. Um, enormously, right? So it's... Uh, it's yeah, true. you're you're the pioneer in this, and you also saw me meet a guy oh, and get to I? know a guy, and then that guy got you know more and closer and closer to me, and then and then now we're dating. So yes, you got to see that unfold too. Isn't that crazy? What, and you like him. He's a nice person. Oh, yeah. you, you guys are friends on oh, your own sure. with or without me. I think that's that's cool. Um, I Let's just be honest. I'm pretty sure he's going to fuck you one day. I'm totally okay with that. Are you okay with that? Yeah, I'm okay. Right? That. Is he okay with that? Yeah. Okay, let's make it um, And that's just it. Mr. S, who is how I refer to him. I haven't outed him yet. Um, I've talked to him carefully about, like, which friends, whatnot. And so he has a little tiny roster of girls that aren't <laughs> on my on my knowing personally list but I'm still comfortable with them because there are people I know from the lifestyle right. I don't know them personally but they're in the lifestyle and so I really am having fun with him exploring this lifestyle now as a duo and being like what do we want to do do we want a swamp? Do we not? Do we want an orgy? Do we want a unicorn? Do we want a bull? Do we want everything? And so we're having those fun conversations but for me he's new to this part and so he's not used to being okay to be like, oh, and fuck my friend and then come back to a smiling woman. Right. So. Which is a weird concept for a lot of people. It is. I'm sure even for your listeners, it's probably a weird concept to be able yeah. to be like, bye bye, honey. And I think I do need to clarify that not every swinger is like me. No. Not everyone is this enthusiastic about their partner sleeping with other people. I think it makes me a cuck. I'm not sure if I use that word correctly. 
I'll never Google it enough times to ever get it straight. So what I'll say is I am one of those people who likes to watch their partner have sexual experiences with someone else, even if I am not included in the scene. And what was that word that I keep forgetting? Compersion. That's the word. Compersion, which so, is the opposite of jealousy. Right. When you can feel genuinely good, you know, feelings towards somebody who's having a good experience, even if it doesn't benefit you or, or include you. Compersion. Compersion. I'm working on it. So having said that, though, <laughs> is there sexual experiences that he could have that would make me upset and jealous? Yes. Is there ones that he could have that wouldn't yes so we and him talk about that we and yeah. him work that out yeah. um and so you know stay tuned for a podcast near you for for that journey but um for me you've seen me come from a from a bitter single woman to a happier single <laughs> woman to like a you know sit on my soapbox um i've had enough of not enough attention single woman like you've oh, seen you seen it to see those dating videos if you haven't yeah <laughs> <laughs> but say as we will about how risky it was back then a couple months ago when I took a turn on this on my on my YouTube channel and I I even said I'm getting on my soapbox and you and you go whoop whoop and then I get on and I was like I am looking for guys who give me attention at sex clubs. I want it all night. Not just for the first fucking inning. And you know, like I was unapologetic about all of it. And then I got it. It was weird. You do weird things like that. You you manifest like yeah. you. It's weird. You do yeah. that. You you say something. You put it out there, and somehow magically, it comes to you. Right. And I've seen you do that with other people. You make other people say things, and something good happens. Like, yeah. So you have some weird energy going on that I do. You know, it makes me want to believe that I can manifest it as well. So and uh, you have also. You have manifested, and so has Amelia. And we, we all true. sit and talk offline about how crazy it is that once we've really decided what we want and ask for it, we tend to find it really fast, or it the finds us. The hard thing is to define what you want. It is. And sometimes you have to be careful what you ask for. Very careful, because I remember people, like, for example, manifesting, you ask for, oh, I want a guy with a good job. Well, actually, you don't, because his good job could mean that he doesn't work at home and you're a lonely, you know, nine months out of ten or whatever, right? Or a good, how about instead, you're, how about you ask to feel proud of what they do? Because that's yeah. ultimately why you want them to have a good job, so that you can feel proud. So why don't you just cut to the source? I want to feel proud. Then it doesn't fucking matter what they do. That's so it. And so <laughs> to compose a list yeah. of the things that we want yeah. and the, the way we want to feel is a harder thing to do than you would think. You know what made me do it? It was because I had an unfortunate experience at the sex club on a night. And even though the person involved, like, is a great friend and, like, it's totally fine. We're friends now. It still hurt my experience enough that I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do DTF nights anymore for a while. And that energy of being like, look, I tried to meet you where you were. I tried to fuck like you fuck. Did I get through it? <laughs> and that was basically the energy. So sometimes you need to have just one more bad date, like one more bad experience in, in life to be like, all right, fine. What I want is a guy who, like, you know, look, at I asked for a guy who fucking adores me, who likes to do nice things for me. I was asking for everything that's selfish under the sun. In that funny, I'm being funny. And I got it. Yeah. I got a guy who genuinely likes to make me happy yeah. and do the things. It's like acts of service, love language, right? And you're very, he's very compatible with you. Yeah. And you're compatible with him. So, yeah. Uh, it was like a perfect fit. It is. And it, it I manifested it and you saw it. 
And so and it's, it's creepy. It's kind of creepy. And so what I also do at the end of all my interviews, so I'm going to be doing that with you in a minute, is get an opportunity for you to leave something in in the universe as a star. We're going to whip into the sky with this episode and anyone can download it, right? So I found my guy by being on YouTube. So you're on my podcast, you're on my YouTube. Who says that the guy for you isn't watching right now? Who's to say? Right? Our journey has been, you know, interesting. You've seen me evolve as a creator. You've seen my business evolve. And our friendship is solid. Like, it's great. We've, we will be friends without the cameras one day as well. We'll be old ladies together reminiscing about, you know, yeah. you remember when we were pretty and young right. and used to fuck and had lube in our vaginas? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Before they dried up like the Sahara, you know? Right. One day we'll be in our rocket chairs doing that. Watching our old so. playlists and videos. <laughs> I hope so. I, I hope that... Well, even if we feel sad that we're not like that, that we'll feel proud of the fact that we were brave enough, both of us, blurred face or not, mm-hmm. brave enough to go on a journey that of self-discovery, of sexual liberation, and share enough that other people felt inspired to join too. So that's cool. I want to quickly go to the legendary R story and then we will wrap it up. Why on earth are you called the Legendary R? And we have a mug made that says the Legendary R. We do. Uh, The Legendary R started one day when it was fairly early on, but I was starting to get recognized a little bit. And one night at the club in the locker room, I walk in and there's four hot like jock football player type (laughs) college guys talking to you, swooning a little bit over you, you Mm -hmm. know, like fangirling. Yeah. And I come in and I guess, I don't know if they recognized me, heard my voice, whatever it was, they turned to me and one of them, like the captain of the football team, says yeah. to me, oh my God, it's the legendary <laughs> R. And instead of feeling embarrassed like yeah. I normally did, I looked at these guys and I went, fucking right, I'm the legendary <laughs> R. Yeah. And I just owned it. And that was kind of an epiphany day where I yeah. kind of changed from, you know, yeah. feeling like mortified and embarrassed to... Yeah. You know, feeling a little bit better. I don't know why. It just, it was just it's one of so those cool. moments. So there's where the legendary R was born. Right. And so it has been a journey of realizing that, you know, there's people out there who are attracted to us. There's people out there who like, like, write love letters to us, you know, things like that. And it's really sweet and endearing. One of them, actually, I have to say, recently wrote me a beautiful paragraph. I hope he doesn't mind if I read it. Um, but basically, he's like, I could picture us you know, sitting on the roof of my car, you know, on a campsite, you know, like singing on the top of our lungs, scaring all the wildlife away. He's like, where are all the girls like you? Right. And something like that. And it was beautiful because what I represent, yeah, I might not be your special person, but if I get you closer to realizing what you want in life, whether it's an open-minded mind about sex, whether it's someone who, you know, swears like a trucker. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) Everybody likes certain things. Now, it might help you figure out your own what you like. So I, I love getting those messages from people. That's great. All right. I know uh, the journey. We could talk for hours. Oh. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll do another follow-up episode in a bit. But I want to give you an opportunity to end the conversation about our journey. And then I want to ask you the final question. So, Mike Sears. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I still half the time don't know what to say unless you lead me into it. But mm-hmm. what a journey it's been. It's been two years of changing for me. I can only speak to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have changed. I have evolved. I have grown. 
our circle has grown, mm-hmm. our influence has grown. And I think that when we came to a point where we realized we were touching people's lives and kind of on a mission, yeah, it, it made the journey a little bit more real. Yeah. Instead of just, like you said, not objectifying us. Yeah. It, you know, yeah, we've told our stories and we've, we've had our, you know, dirty little fun doing it. Yeah. But the truth is what we're doing here is more important. Your podcasts speak to people. They show people I've been there for these experiences. I've been with Teddy. I've been with Arnold Lane. I've been with all, you know, a lot of these experiences and they're real. And, you know, you, you are the voice of those people and, and people I think like to hear that it's more than just you, yeah. me, and Amelia. And, you know, look, you see our, our circle yeah. is large. Curly Vixen. Yeah. Um, a whole bunch of other people. Even Jyla Valentine's yeah. on their newlyweds. They've got their own playlists, too. Exactly. So yeah. there's this is a real community of yeah. real people. Um, teachers, doctors, lawyers, uh, Tim Horton servers. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter. It's, it's everybody. Students. Um, retired people. Yeah. Everybody is in this. Sometimes students fucking retired people. It's a lot of fantasy fulfillment. It is. It is. There's a non-judgmental environment waiting for people. Yep. If they just have the, the balls to embrace it. It's true. And uh, you are on a purposeful mission with me and we are buckled in whether we like it or not now because we have enough out there that we've left a mark even if we stop now. Yep. I'm not stopping anytime soon. Wow. My content might change and evolve. And my medium certainly did. I did not want to do a podcast until I realized yeah. podcasts were uncensored. And then I was like, fuck you. Yeah. So, you know. I remember you saying, I'm like, you should do a podcast. What, who the hell is this a podcast? <laughs> I'm like, mm, I don't know, everybody but you. Right. So, no, I, it's, uh, well, it was a medium that you had yet to discover. So, yeah. I think now you're, you've made your mark on that too, right? I am. And, I, and I'm, I think this is where I'm comfortable. This is where I'm comfortable because I can have multiple podcasts and I do and I know that that's also not traditional I have a mentor in the in the, in the podcast world who has made a very big success of herself but she does not have multiple she has one podcast and she keeps telling me like you're on a unicorn now like you're supposed to like you know focus focus and I'm like you know I'm a swinger I don't focus on one person or one a topic or one niche and I said I understand that you disagree because I have it's hard to say that to your mentor. I said that I hope one day to buy you a steak dinner in whatever city you live in and prove you right. <laughs> there you go. So I do have multiple podcasts and I have they have all have a different purpose, right? And you've never been one to do it like other people. Nope. Not one. Not once. I mean, I've told you things and I I've slapped my face and been like, nope. And you're like, I don't care. Yeah. And you know what? You've proved me wrong. <laughs> You're like, what jingle are you using for your <laughs> podcast? I'm like, come again? You're like, what jingle? I'm like, do people have jingles? You're like, yeah, you need a jingle. I'm like, I don't need a fucking jingle. <laughs> Apparently you don't need a jingle. Apparently so. I don't. So that just shows you what I knew. I also didn't think I needed a microphone. So maybe I do have some evolving <laughs> to do still. Maybe I'd be like, dig, 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 dig. Welcome to Trent Unicorn. <laughs> maybe I do. Galloping sounds of horse hooves, you know? <laughs> right? So what you watch, if you listen to this at the future and it interrupts you with like my logo audio logo jingle i'm like yeah no i evolved i evolved again <laughs> so thank you for being on this journey with me i mean i don't know how much i would have been able to do without you i i would have been a little lonely holding the camera up talking about not getting fucked <laughs> luckily i was like luckily are picked yeah, up someone else you know? so you, you carry the out. fucking tea you pimped me out for a while <laughs> i remember being like can you cut the 
the, the shirt a little lower. I'm like, you're not yeah, showing. I'll give you a little, a little, uh, right? little clean. There's and, not a lot to be had. No, but in general, on other videos, I'm like, come on, you need to help me get some ratings here. So anyways, it has been a hell of a ride. I have been blessed beyond anything I could have imagined finding you in this lifestyle. And it Seriously. wasn't even about sex. With me it never you. was. No. Never. And uh, Sorry to disappoint your viewers. You know, I know. I, people have offered me, us money oh. to appear in a sexual scene together. I'm like, She's we don't, cooties. We like, don't no. do that. We don't do that in real life. We can be around it, each other. Um, but um, You can even pass me lube and hold my leg if, you know, mm-hmm. but as an and assistant. I do. But that's it. Like, yeah. There's no. I'm not going to diddle her. God, no. No. So it's just one of those things where some people don't understand that this is real world. It's not like we're like actresses that you could be like, no. okay, you play with her and then for 50 bucks extra, can you cream pie? No, no, no we don't do that. So um, I will, guys, uh, I will sign off soon, but I want to ask one last question yeah. of R and I'm going to re reframe it. So manifestation, putting things out there, asking for what you want has been proven to be pretty fucking effective, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes people need help learning what they want. So if you had about two minutes to say something to leave a mark that said, hey, I want the following and then I'm saying them, find me and match me back. Whether it's a person, whether it's a trip, whether it's a way of living, what what would it be that you would want to say, you know what, I would love for that to find me? You know, that's a loaded question because once you put it out there, it's out there. So I'm going to try and word this carefully. Yeah. Um, I... Always, no matter where I end up and what I end up doing and with Mm -hmm. whom, I always wish to be in a happy place Yeah, in my life, no matter what that looks like. Okay. So that, you know, you know, when you're at your birthday and you wish every year, that's what I used to wish for because, and then the wish chips, you know, the curly chips. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I was very careful about how I do that. So that, that is always there Okay. to be happy, whatever that looks like. What... I think might make me happy is not necessarily what will make me happy. And the universe has proved that to me in the past. It's true. Okay. So having said that, the things I, I want, I want a partner who, to whom I'm the apple of their eye and that Mm -hmm. I know solidly that we feel connected and long-term. Okay. So you're looking for a singular partner not a mold on a throuple. I'm going to, I'm going to, no, exactly. So I'm going to say that it would be an emotionally monogamous relationship. Okay. That allows for swinging. Okay. Either together or separately to be discussed. It's all negotiable. Yeah, it is. Everything's really negotiable. negotiable. So I'm, I'm open to it. Would I be object, would I object to a completely monogamous relationship? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah. discount it. Um, but it would really have to be for the right person. And what some people have to understand is that even if you start out as a swinger and then you decide to pull back, you don't have to leave the lifestyle. You could be there as a voyeur. Well, that's it. And, you know, ideally it would maybe be someone who's open to it. Yeah. Or either allows me to do it without guilt. Yeah. Or participates in it. Like my guy. He's completely like, sure, you live your life to the best and let me know how it goes. So (laughs) I say, you know, I'm I'm careful about how I word it. Yeah. Because do I want a lifestyle person? It's not necessary. Yeah. It's someone who's open to me continuing. You want someone who chooses you with his attention, with his heart, with his time. Yep. And the other people will always be secondary 
Yeah. In that, in the sense of prioritization and all of that. Yeah. In, that's, in, that's in, in the sense of emotional connection. Okay. Yeah. I guess so, that's what we could say. And you like traveling. I do. So I, uh, I would love to be a snowbird. I'd love to go somewhere warm in the winter and, uh, come back for the, the cooler, or so, you know, for the summer months. Yeah. Um, you know, I do travel for business and things, so it's true. You know, I'm so I will got some flexibility in their schedule, maybe. And you enjoy you. You're looking for somebody who wants to potentially travel with you. Now, this episode is going to air a little earlier, but I'm just going to put it out there that in November of 2023, you're going to be in Florida, around Fort Lauderdale area ish. I'll pretty, be mobile, you know, for a couple weeks. So if anybody who is cool who wants to even just be social, not even that's about sex. Sometimes you just need a Bart partner to fucking go to trapeze. You're going go go to go to trapeze dinner. club, go to, right? Yeah, trapeze club, go to dinner. Right. Go just, just someone to meet. Sure. I'm open to that. Uh, so where can they get a hold of you? Not on OnlyFans because you're not allowed to talk about meeting in no. person, but you can comment on the YouTube clip that will be public to promote this podcast episode, which is episode 41. You can see the promo clip and then you leave a comment and, uh, Make sure you like just re- respond back and we'll see if anybody who lives in Florida wants to get in touch and see if you guys can have some kind of thing you happen. You never know, right? You never know. But I think because this podcast is international, you never know. <laughs> and I have so. a boating license if that matters. Yeah. Oh, That'll be fun. That's true. All right. Is there any final words before we cap this off? Uh, well, we've had two years of such fun. Uh, great two years in my life. Yeah. And so, you know, we're just expanding our circles. We're evolving. And I can't wait to see what the next year or two bring. Yeah. And it goes to show that me and you have changed as people slightly, like all along yeah. the way. But our friendship keeps evolving, too. Yeah. You know, you went with me from dirty burgers to dirty shawarmas. You went with me from being a single unicorn, being, you know, grumpy on unicorn nights to <laughs> to now somebody who's talking about whether I'm into full swap or not swap with my partner. Right. right. So it's uh, it's really interesting. It is. Yeah. So stay tuned for hopefully many more years but uh, i want we wanted to check in on this podcast and make sure you know um that you can check out the whole playlist called starring r which is on youtube which will be linked in the description of the podcast don't forget to check the sex stories podcast it's also free it's also on spotify apple Podcasts, everywhere else and it is graphic uncensored storytelling of my sex soon to be other people's sex stories as well and uh, you can catch all, all sorts of different podcasts that i've done just search toronto unicorn make sure you have the podcast label selected and you will see what I've been up to. Thank you, R, for for this podcast and for an amazing two years and counting. Cheers. Cheers.